Riding Around is an improvised recap of a sitcom that never existed. Enjoy! I'm Kelly Quinn. And I'm Malin Von Euler-Hogan. We met as actors on the hit early 2000s sitcom Riding Around, the first network comedy ever to be filmed entirely on... And around... A bus. And we're still pretty good friends. And now we're doing the official Riding Around fan podcast. Each week, we'll talk about an episode of the show and bring you interviews, fun facts, and behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were on the bus can tell you. Come ride around with us. Well, hello, Malin. How are you today? Ugh. Good. Still sore from last weekend's race. How are you doing? A whole week later and you're sore. Well, yeah, you know, I'm not in as good of shape as I used to be. And that's a little bit of a sore point with me. But we we pushed through. We made it. We finished the 5K and just had a delightful day out there. Oh, that's great. Not too scary, not too haunted. No, no. Just a perfect mix of scary and serene. The views of the New York City skyline from Governor's Island are fantastic. I encourage everyone to get out there if you can. Well, that's great. And I I have to ask, did you beat Seth? I spanked the pants off of him. Oh, good. You know, he really was not joking around when he said that his fitness is not where he wants it to be. And he was walking a a majority of it. And uh, at a certain point, I just said, I can't. I can't let my personal time be affected by this sort of, right. So no, I hustled ahead, but I think he had a good time. Yeah. And how are you feeling? I know a couple couple of our listeners have been a little concerned about your health after that Tammy Hawkins episode. Thanks for everyone who wrote in to check in on me and see if I'm doing okay. The truth is, I don't know if I'm doing okay. I tried to make an appointment, but I couldn't grab an appointment till January 2023. So we're going to have to wait, I guess, to get some tests run and whatever. I would put my pain at about a four out of 10. So, okay, you know, that's better than some days and, and worse than others. So And so this is just your primary care physician and you could not get in until January of next year. That's right. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That is really unfortunate to hear and I'm so sorry and... You know, listeners, keep your support coming, your prayers coming. We need them. Yeah, I'd be grateful for them. You know what else I'm grateful for, Kelly? Now, what's that, Malin? Is all of our fans. Mm-hmm. They are just some of the best people you'll ever meet. And we've got a really, really special one actually on the show today. Yep. We were considering who to have as our next guest. As you know, no shortage of options. We ran for seven seasons and we decided... Let's bring one of you all into the fold with us. And we're so excited to have this self-proclaimed super fan. We're not calling him that, okay? That's his call. And we're going to run through season two, episode eight with him. So please welcome to today's episode, Chase Crawford. Oh my God. I am so excited to be here. And yes, I am the number one fan. Chase, welcome, welcome. This This is exciting for us. We don't often get the chance to just uninterrupted talk to someone who knows the show like you do for a full hour. We're so lucky. Well, after you all noticed the Instagram trend I started of posting pictures of steering wheels, I flipped out, absolutely flipped out, and I did not stop DMing. I called your reps. I had to get in contact and get on the show. It was that trending steering wheel topic that really got us going. So we owe you one, Chase. Thank you. <laughs> you you can't say that to me. You can't. Oh, no. Well, we have to. I just want to get something out of the way in case any listeners are wondering, can you clarify whether you are the Chase Crawford the actor from Gossip Girl or whether you are a different Chase Crawford, just because we can see your handsome face, 
but mm-hmm. listeners can't. Oh, <laughs> you got you too. This has plagued me since the early aughts, since that show. <laughs> Gossip mm-hmm. Girl came out. No, I am not Chase with the C Crawford. I just happen to be Chase Crawford. Uh, that just just is my God-given name from God. Wow, from God. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, that's such a funny coincidence. And when you say plague, so it's been not great for you to have the same name, to share a name with a famous actor that seems like, yeah, it could be sort of difficult in a way. As famous actors ourselves, I think we don't often think, okay, what is it like for all the other Kelly Quinns out there in the United States? What is it like for the Mullen Von Euler Hogan's? Yeah. So, I mean, I went to UC Irvine and anytime they, you know, did roll call, anytime, you know, I was out and about at a restaurant and they'd, Mm -hmm. you know, say Chase Crawford, Chase Crawford party, party of one. And, you know, at the restaurant and everyone would look around like it's Chase Crawford (gasps) in town and they'd see me Mm. eating alone, just cause a fuss. And it's really disheartening after a little bit of time to see people's eyes light up and then go dull at the sight of you. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You know what? Well, if they knew you, I mean... Already, I can tell. Yeah. Three minutes in, you're shining star. So wow. it's on them to be disappointed. <laughs> wow. You know, wow. really feel that way. So remind us, have we met in person at any fan events or? Yeah, I mean, not to not to, not to embarrass myself, but uh, yes, uh, when you all went on the, the mall tour in 2007, I followed you on the tour. Get, Get out, out of, of town. Wow. Wow. That was so fun. I loved seeing all the malls <laughs> and just <laughs> and meeting everybody. Mm-hmm. You forget, you know, in this day where social media is king and that's where all of the mm-hmm. promotional effort is concentrated. You forget that we did use, we did literal mall tours. We were stopping in malls across the country to beg people to watch the show because it was still very early days then. That's what season season one, season two territory. So wait, Chase, were you at the one where the stage collapsed and we kind of had that fiasco? That was one of the craziest days of my life. I had to pee so bad. And but but the state the stage collapsed. I I pee my pants. Oh no! Oh my and, gosh! And when you're a high school student and you pee your pants at the mall, you don't forget, and everyone there mm. does not let you forget. Oh gosh! So uh, geez, between the name and the peeing yourself at a mall in front of other people, that's you've had it tough, Chase. But you're such you have such a sunny disposition. I I admire that. I have a beautiful husband, Trey, uh, two <gasps> beautiful girls. I oh. life can't get better, you know. And the community that I fostered around riding around, uh, you know, all this stuff was going on in my life that was hard. But being famous on Tumblr for creating memes mm. for a show that not only changed the transportation industry, but comedy at large. Life takes, but that gives. Wow. Okay. Listen, tell us about this fandom. You're talking about this Tumblr community of other fans. We have yet to put a face to so many of the names that we know just from screens. Who are your close friends? Or You know, how, how does one make friends in the fandom of a television show like Riding Around? You know, it's it's a lot of seeing yourself in the narratives and the stories. Mm. You develop, you know, relationships. And I started one of the first trivia nights and that truly <gasps> brought out the fans. And that's how I made a lot of my friends that I still have today. That's so funny. So where are you based? Where was this trivia night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in San Diego. Oh, oh nice. Great. A lovely town. <laughs> There's a lot of fans in San Diego. Is that right? Oh, I'm so close well, by. I should I should pop, pop over down, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I mean, I knew that there is, of course, huge Comic Con there. We have not attended Comic Con, but we did have a, a convention um, a couple years ago. In I think it was early 2020 because it was right before the pandemic. I remember. Mm-hmm. 
And we, we were feeling so grateful. We got it in under the wire. I don't know if you were able to attend that, Chase. That was really fun. We obviously didn't get everybody, you know, Gus wasn't able to be, you know, some of, but Kelly and right. I were there and we had an absolute blast. Saw some fans with tattoos from riding around. I mean, it was, it was crazy, yeah. crazy times. Yeah. Gus is my white whale. I have yet yeah. to shake his hand. And so <laughs> when I saw he wasn't going, I, I, I couldn't front the money. I get it. I completely understand. And you know what? We wouldn't have been able to get him on this podcast if I hadn't run into him at a grocery store. So I can relate. Right. He's a busy man. Very famous. Very busy. Yeah. And the rest of us have just had the good fortune of having, I think, careers that are a little more manageable, paced a little bit more smoothly. You know, we we don't have all the Marvel stuff. That's just not an issue for us. So yeah, we can't, we do have the luxury of attending these conventions and things that sometimes Gus doesn't get to do. Yeah. Well, Chase, could I ask you, what are your memories of first watching Riding Around and when did you discover the show? It sounds like you were in high school. Yeah, I was just moved recently and I started at a new high school. Didn't have a lot of friends mm. uh, as that goes oh. with moving to a new a new school. Right. And I, you know, flipped on the TV one day. I saw that they were like advertising the show, you know, mm-hmm. Riding Around, you know, hit the bus before it hits you. And I really gravitated <laughs> to that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, went, I, I needed something to watch, you know. My parents worked late yeah. and it, it was prime time and I, I, I tuned in and oh, wow, I was transported, <laughs> transported uh. <laughs> to, a different, to a different place. And I just found that these 10 people, you know, for lack of a better word, were my family, you know, every week. Oh, uh, this I is so cry. touching. I know. I sometimes forget the impact we had on people, Kelly. And thank you, Chase, for sharing that. It means the world to us. Yeah. So lucky to be reminded that when you do work, it does matter to other people. And, you know, actors were lucky in that we get to see and and reach out and touch the people that it affects. And not every career can do that. You know, it's harder for a doctor or... Um, or a teacher or something. Yeah. Right. To mm-hmm. really get to see the impact in the day-to-day, in the day-to-days of the people that you're serving. So that's, gosh, that's so lovely. So your parents worked late and little Chase with a TV dinner, just the blue light of the television bathing over you. And and that was how it all started. Wow. And did your classmates like it? Did you find you, you could go to school and have a little bit of an entryway in a conversation with others? Or um, was it not popular where you grew up? Yeah, I wouldn't say it was popular. Um, okay. That's strange. It was, um, but I really liked it. You know, it was kind of like, you know, imagine a, you know, a a 13 year old kid going around being like, did everyone watch last night's episode of King of the Hill? You know? Uh, Sure. Right, right, right. You know, the, a teacher would be like, oh wait, me too. And you know, and you know how that goes. The, the classic story of, you know, gay student and the, the the math teacher Mm -hmm. talking about the sitcom from last night. Tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. It's a beautiful community that those two, those, those two, yeah, they found an affinity in one another. Yeah, certainly. So, uh, yeah, it was not a popular show. Got it. At your high school. Yeah. At my high school. Mm -hmm. At your high school, because as we know, we broke records, you know, for that. Oh, it it is a popular show. (laughs) Don't, Mm -hmm. don't. Okay. Oh my goodness. No, I did not mean it like that. Yeah. It's, it's a demographic thing, right? Certain demos are going to love a show. Certain ones aren't, and that's okay. We can't reach everybody, but I think it's been so great having people discover it in the last couple of years now that it's on some streaming services. Mm -hmm. We've been able to, maybe some of those high schoolers who weren't such big fans at the time are now 
I don't know, maybe their parents themselves at this mm-hmm. point, and they're watching the show in a new light and relating to Jackie trying to wrangle Sylvia on the bus all the time, you know, right. or or they've got a crush on their co- co-worker that they see every day, and they're relating to that Lily and Tom storyline. Not that they're co-workers. That's a Jim and Pam thing. Of course, these are just two people who see each other every day. We're not doing the same storyline as The Office, but I, I really like that... Um, that people can find it now and and kind of uh, correct their wrongs if they didn't right. quite get it uh, when the show came out initially. Right. Had a chance to grow up and, and appreciate it. And in many ways, I know the pandemic had horrible ramifications for a lot of people, but in many ways, we should be thankful for it because the pandemic trapped people inside. What are they doing? They're watching TV, not just watching TV. They're watching us and loving us. And we had such a resurgence during these last couple of years. And we're so thankful for that. Yes. The amount of Halloween costumes this year because of the resurgence you uh, I saw at least four wiggles at least four wiggles oh my gosh we'll have to tell Martin that that's amazing yeah I didn't I didn't get to actually hand out candy this year I was in a bit too much pain so I just I was lying down had to turn the lights off so no one came by but that is really fun to hear I usually I like I like seeing everybody wow Wiggles costumes. I mean, that's a, you know, it's an easy one to do. I would just curious, Chase, if you saw any Marshas out there, did, was anyone dressed like me or? I, you know, I, sometimes it's like, is, is this, is it Marsha sure. no, or sure. is it just, right. is just someone at the midterms that I don't remember? Right. No, no of course, uh, of course. Right. Yeah. Sure. It's, and it's you got two costume. daughters too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you yeah. were probably wrangling them. You didn't have much time for really closely scrutinizing of course, the costumes. Of course, of course. But I guess I'll put it out there to fans. I know we're past Halloween at this point, but if anyone did dress up like me and want, wanted to send it in, I am, I'm so curious to see, just curious to see what you did with that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yes. My family of four, we dressed up, we dressed up like the bus. <gasps> no. Wow. Now that's oh. creative. And he's got his phone out. He's showing us a photo now and it is so silly. We oh. Were the bus oh my and gosh. Our, so yeah, you that's can see our cute. arms are through the windows. Yes. And our head is coming out like, like through a sunroof. I wish you all could see this because it is just about the cutest thing I've ever seen. That's so cute. I see the little ones being kind of just dragged along. Mm-hmm. So was that, she was getting tired, I guess, into the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You can see yeah. right here, that's me. Oh, yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, be- um, what a beautiful family. Wow. The <laughs> we had our neighbor, Ricky, take this photo. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, he does not know how to use a phone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, he did well enough for our purposes. Oh, boy. Sounds like Kelly. Not great at it. So how long have you and your husband been together? I don't want to stray too far away from the topic of the show and the episode we're recapping today, but just tell us quickly about your husband if you if you feel comfortable. Oh, gosh. Sure. Yeah. No. Trey and I met in college. Oh, wow. Oh. Not, this is crazy. This is my, my life is crazy. And being I I'm pinching myself. We met <laughs> on a we met on a bus on campus. No. I, oh, my gosh. Kismet. I can't. It, <laughs> you have no idea. We met on a bus. I was on my way to, we know, calculus. And mm-hmm. he, he was on his way to his campus job. And as he was getting on, he tripped and fell in my lap. <gasps> oh, yes. wow. That's a riding around meet cute if I ever heard one. <laughs> wow. And then we didn't speak for two months. Okay. And then I ran into him at his campus job where he worked at the movie theater, the student oh. theater. Oh, wow. And I said, hey, I said, you look familiar. And he did not recognize me, but uh, <laughs> I asked him out. We've been together ever since. Oh, college sweethearts. Incredible. Thank you. Yeah, and the twins were born three years ago. 
Okay, great. So when I said the little one, I guess I guess one I just perceived to be younger. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. If oh, they no, listen to this okay. when they're older, they're, they're both beautiful. Um, no, no, they're IVF. And I'm, I'm proud to say it, but um, mm-hmm. you know, they're fraternal. So it, one is smaller than the other and that's just how it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm the mother of two daughters myself. Yeah. Oh, and um, I mean, played a mother of one, but you know, pl- played by two twins on the show. So of course I basically maybe stolen valor of me to claim, but I, I feel that I've mother twins and it's tough. It's tough job. You must have special insight watching the show then, because when Sylvia is on, I bet you're really good at telling whether it's Carrie or whether it's Samantha. I mean, obviously a lot of us can do that because the acting quality just takes a huge dive mm-hmm. with one of them, but they do look a lot alike. I'm curious. Do you have special twin insight that helps you with those scenes? I would say the only reason I know that is because of the parent trap. When I found out that it was only one Lindsay Lohan and not two, <laughs> I, I the close <laughs> eye I paid attention moving forward. Yeah. That's why. That's how right. I knew. Yeah, you don't want to be tricked into thinking that this is giving you know twins work when it's really not. It's just one actor being duplicated. That yeah. was that was wild. But yeah, no, I did I did notice that, and um, the the girls love the girls love watching it. The girls love watching it. I tell oh. them, I tell them that that could be you if you guys look to like. Right. One of them needs to kind of have a growth spurt, I guess, in the next couple of years and kind of even that out a bit. And then I think, wow. Yeah. Well, because you live pretty close by. San Diego's not too far from Tinseltown. Would you ever consider, because obviously there is a number of child actors on this show. Would you ever consider letting Having your- lunch with you one day? Yes, that. Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Sometime when oh. maybe K- Kelly's in town, the three of us could um, could oh, grab a yes. bite. I'd I don't love know when, to. I don't know when Kelly's in town next, but but when you are, let's we'll we should definitely up. all oh. three get together. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that suggestion, Chase. Yes. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Can already tell that we're going to have some fun discussing today's episode. Melon, would you go ahead and read the summary for us? Season two, episode eight. Lily's fiance, Richard, starts riding the bus while his car is broken down, creating tension between Lily and Tom. Meanwhile, Rudy hangs an air freshener, sparking a heated debate about scent in public spaces. <laughs> oh, wow. Boy. Hmm. I can, ugh, I can smell those air fresheners now. I've got like such a strong sense memory of that because Props was using real air fresheners. They mm-hmm. weren't just cutouts to look like them. They were the actual things. And oh boy, I, I'm getting a headache just thinking about it. I always want to know what, what scent was it? What scent was it? Because it, it truly, it ran the, it ran the story, the B story. What was that scent? Some sort of raspberry something. And I never, yes, I could never, it was so powerful. I yes. could never even get close enough to take a look at the tag and see what is this? Yeah. Raspberry ice, raspberry, some, some something nonsense. Something like that. Yeah. Completely yeah. fake artificial scent, just absolutely overpowering. And you know, what was so interesting about this episode, we got a lot of response from the highly sensitive person community, HSPs, they call themselves. These are people with sort of above average sensory abilities. You know, they, they hear. Mm-hmm and see mm-hmm. and smell at sort of a higher frequency than the rest of us do. And they were really feeling seen by this episode because, you know, a lot of people really hate it. A lot of the characters on the bus really hated it, really felt strongly that it should go. Ethel, of course, really loved it. Why? She always smelled like onions. She, yeah, she couldn't get enough of that smell. <laughs> you know, yeah. really um, just sort of an interesting debate that these writers, they were so smart, right? They were always on top of the, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. current events of the day. But, you know, aside from that one uh, movie where Julianne Moore plays a highly sensitive person, I don't really know that I'd seen 
another depiction of that uh, particular set of attributes before in media. Well, I, I will have to say, as a fan, I, I do want to bring up Malin. There is, I don't know if you've seen the resurgence of the, the Marsha meme going around. It's kind of like a P-U. It's kind of like a P-U. <laughs> oh my gosh, and I'm a meme. Oh, wow. It's like it's like you you kind of white waving in front of me. It's like a P-U. And people are using oh that in response gosh. to like anything they don't like. They're kind of posting this. It's kind of like oh. a P-U. Oh, oh that's well, clever. Isn't that fun? Oh, so sort of. Would you say it's been gift as well? Oh, it's a gift. It's a gift. It's like it's like a PU. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. Thank you for telling me that. I don't always see this stuff on on Twitter. Look at her light up. Yeah. And you're, she's out there looking for it. So I am. we have to be so happy that you've delivered it to us today. Yeah, that one was that was an honestly an easy acting day for me because I really was feeling PU for real. That was uh, (laughs) not a heavy lift in terms of some of the method stuff I've had to do. This was very, yeah, Mm -hmm. came very naturally because I did not like that smell. Right. You know, we'll have to at some point have someone from the art department on just to go through the kinds of decisions that go into Mm -hmm. this. But yeah, just terrible, nauseating everything about it made everyone really sick. And you have to wonder, is it not easier just to use a prop that's sort of the same color and shape? Get get a piece of cardboard, tie a string on it, you know? Right. Cut it into a Christmas tree shape. And yeah, I'm not, you know, artistic like that. So maybe they've they have their reasons. Sure. Well, sorry, we don't mean to bore you with the behind the scenes stuff about the smell, but this is candy. Candy. This is candy for me. Uh, <laughs> these little tidbits behind the scenes truly filling me up, filling me up. I'm going to be set. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. Do you have a, again, not to put you on the spot, but oh, we've been watching these episodes as we go, you know, sort of one per week to prepare for recording the podcast. How often are you rewatching the show these days? Do you have a, is it, you know, to a place where you're quoting certain episodes or do, do you find yourself leaning towards one season more than another? Okay. Well, I'm, I mean, I, okay. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I am five times through, five times through. Wow. I've seen it. I oh, mean, the I watched entire it. Thing. Wow. I watched it through the tail end of college when it prematurely got canceled. Oh, thank, thank you. you for saying that. Thank you. Watched yeah. it again with Trey. I've watched it with the kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. It's, so yeah, I'm watching it again. But, um, I mean, this episode in particular has some great quotes. You know, I say I say whenever I'm upset with Trey, my husband, especially, mm-hmm. you know, pulling from Richard and Lily, mm. I, I love when she says, well, go back to your own car then. Oh, my <sighs> gosh. Yes, that one. That's a good one. I'm going to start saying that to John. Yeah. Yeah. He Richard is so gosh, he's so hateable. You kind of are rooting for them because they are, you know, they're engaged. Like you want right. that to work out. I'm never rooting against love. I'm endlessly hopeful for love. Sure. But at the same time, Richard just, yeah, you look at him and you're like, can he get out of here? Can he right. go, he go back to his own car, please? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get him back in his own car. Yeah. And yeah. That's when I'm, when I'm driving and you know, and he's, and mm-hmm. you know, my tray, he's, he's backseat driving and I'm like, you know, <laughs> we'll go to your own car then, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. What a cute little coupley thing. I have a question about Richard though. Okay. Because the, the animosity between Lily and Richard, it, it, I mean, it didn't feel just like acting. I feel like at this point in the season two, and I see you both clenching up, I just got to know, like, mm. what was, the, what was happening when they said cut? What was happening behind the scenes? 
Sure. Well, there's, I mean, uh, some stuff we might not be at, at liberty to say. We definitely would love to have Andrea on at some point, who is, of course, the actress who played Lily, just to talk about it from her point of view, because we don't want to put words in anyone's mouth. And if he's willing, we'll ask Bill. But I think what transpired might mean that he's not going to be uh, super interested in coming mm. on to talk about it. So I guess what we can say, Chase, is you're picking up on a very real dynamic. You mm-hmm. did not make that up. I'll uh, Team Andrea over here, I guess. I'll just, I'll stake I mean, that claim. And same. We all are. I mean, yeah. it's it's about time before Bill releases his own Matthew Perry book, if, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that lightly. Yeah. So I don't actually know about this Matthew Perry book. Is this something I need to look into? It's I have always thought of him as a peer in the industry. Is he an unsavory person? Well, Matthew is making the rounds to promote his new memoir in mm-hmm. which he opens up a lot about some of the dark times he's been through, you sure. know, drug addiction, not sure what else exactly. And he's chosen to make some strange comments about fellow actors, including one beloved Keanu Reeves, <gasps> oh, sort of shame. insinuating or maybe outright saying that he should have died instead of Chris Farley, instead of who was it? River Phoenix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just just kind of some bizarre choices that he's had to then walk back a bit. But it's it okay. is published in a book. So, yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Bill's book had some similar uh, missteps. <laughs> Gosh, that's a I mean, I, I hate to say it, but that's a classless way to behave. Yeah. And, it you know, this is hard for me as someone who's seen a lot of Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip and really enjoyed Matthew Perry's mm-hmm. performance in it. Yeah, it was, that was hard. I'm going to, I'm rethinking whether I want to actually finish my watch of that show. It was the same feeling last week when Martin came on the podcast uh, yeah. and told us about some of the issues he's had with Matthew McFadden of Succession. And both yeah. of us are really rethinking whether we're going to watch the upcoming season. I'm sure we both will because it's an excellent show, but it's so you, good. you do mm-hmm. have to question your media consumption when these people become so problematic. You know, everyone makes mistakes, but how much... How much of a leash, you know, do we give them before we say, okay, that's enough? Oh, I just had an idea for you, Chase. Whenever Gus does his book tour, that's when you'll be able to meet him. Oh. Uh, when did he say that's coming out? It's not for a few years. I think 2027. It's a, yeah. way, a ways off. I a might be misremembering. Off. But I bet that's how you do it. Yeah. I'll still be around. I mean, by that time, the girls will be able to start reading and maybe that'll be the first book I read them. Ah. Uh. Oh, wow. What a beautiful family moment, taking it from one, you know, media format to another. That's so great. Yeah. In the driver's seat to all our listeners, go ahead and pre-order, support our friend Gus, our good friend Gus. Chase, I'm wondering, are there any characters in the show that you feel like speak to you or that you relate Mm. to more than others? Because I know when I watch, say, Seinfeld, I'm just such a George. Mm. (laughs) And he's my guy. So just curious Mm. if you feel that way when you watch the show. And no pressure to say either of us. We know we're, we're two of many characters on the show. You know, it's have you have you both seen the the Pixar film Inside Out? Yes. Oh, what a charming film. I would say it's very, each character represents a different emotion in me, a different side of me, how I'm uh, feeling. When I'm, you know, feeling a little, a little tired, a little, a little crotchety, sometimes I'm like, I'm sure acting like Ethel today. 
you know, yeah. I'm acting like Ethel. Totally. And then, you know, when I feel cuckoo crazy and I want to like play with the kids, it's like, Wiggles coming out. Wiggles right. is coming right. out. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, when, when I'm like a little like, oh, I got to get get something out, you know, got to get something out. I'm feeling, I'm being like Frankie. And, yeah. and then when I, when I get to get to business, got to get down to business. I'm not joking. A little Marsha comes out. A little Marsha comes out. <gasps> oh, I love that. Yeah. Wow. Does any Jackie ever come out or was that not one that? <laughs> um... Yeah, I, Trey, Trey gives a little bit of Jackie, you know? Oh, yeah, sure. Not both parents can be Jackie. Goodness, that'd no, be no. terrible. Yeah, I, I don't think I am, but Trey. Trey definitely, he, sometimes I'm like, are you are you being Jackie? Are you Jackie today? Oh, that's so <laughs> fun. As long as there's one. And so that's when he's being uh, sort of unlikable or what, you know, what sort of context would you say that to Trey? No, I wouldn't say unlikable. You know, as, <laughs> as parents, as, you know, um, I'm sorry, as someone who is still, uh, oh God, this is embarrassing. Uh, you know, I ha- still am with my partner, my husband. And as you know, you know, when you're with, you know, a partner and there's some bickering, you have to, oh, you really caught me off guard. I, I don't want to say that. I, I it's, it's all in good fun. It's I'm very, mm-hmm. it's all in good fun. It's oh, all in sure. good fun. Understood, understood. Yeah, well, we've all been there. I mean, gosh, some of us right now, you know, experiencing some mm-hmm. marital difficulties and mm-hmm. that, of course, the name calling and all of it, it, it happens and just part yeah. of marriage. And kudos to you and Trey for working it out because mm-hmm. that's not always uh, possible in my experience. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm hearing that from you. Um, it means so much. This, I, I still, I still can't believe I'm here. I'm still... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're so happy you were here. So can you tell us a little bit about the Riding Around fandom in the earlier days? You found one another, sounds like on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Where, what was this sort of evolution? Because Tumblr, as I understand, has sort of fallen out of favor as a platform. It was really rough. But I mean, luckily, you know, when one platform falls, another, you know, another rises, mm-hmm. you know, the, the fandom really did grow and evolve on Tumblr. And it really was a place to say, you know, <laughs> the okay, the fandom community, as you know, is called, we're called the passenger. And so the mm-hmm. passengers, we all follow each other or like, where are the passengers at? You know, we, there was a really big passenger Tumblr. The, you know, the passenger Reddit is really big. That's, mm-hmm, you know, a really mm-hmm. big space. And yes. the, obviously the Twitter is really big too. There, there are fans, fans out there who all they do is rip gifts from the show and circulate them into the Twitter sphere. Right. And, wow. you know, yeah. It's, and you know how there's gay Twitter there's mm-hmm. passenger Twitter, and that's that's where we're all at. Right. And I correct me if I'm wrong, but when that movie came out called Passengers, there was a little bit of a battle between fans of that movie. This is the movie with Jennifer Lawrence, Chris Pratt. He wakes her up oh, in space. Flop, flop, total flop, 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 flop. No staying power. Yeah. And but I do know that they were kind of dominating that hashtag for a little bit, and that's so frustrating for you guys. It was really frustrating, actually. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for bringing that up because not a pe- not a people have brought light to that, and. It, it was tough to find each other in that one time because it was like, you know, where my passengers at? And, and it'd be mm. like, wh- who is this? Who is this Jennifer Lawrence in space? Right. Um, and we and there is, you know, how people are like the K-pop stands can, you know, tear down a nation and yeah. can, you know, really move. I I'm going to say it publicly on this podcast. We are we are the reason that movie flopped. We <gasps> all of the ratings Zero, zero, zero. Wow. Rotten tomatoes, rotten, rotten, rotten. That is Get because of us. Of here. And yeah, and I, and wow. I'm going to own up to it. Thank you for wow, just going to bat for our show like that. Because you are right. I mean, that's a movie with two huge movie stars, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. So for it Feeling to be- Feeling so thankful for you all right now. I can't big of believe- a flop? Wow. Yeah. Because I'm looking it up and it is, yeah, it's Rotten Tomatoes score is 30%. 
Yeah. That's, that's wow. bad. That means even if a lot of people were loving it and giving it a hundred percent, you all neutralized them. It's hard to find a score, a, a, a movie with a score wow. that bad these days. And we held on to that hashtag. Thanks to you all. Are there any sort of current things, you know, I don't know, political issues or anything that the passengers have turned their eye toward in, in recent years? Obviously, that was huge. 2016 was a lot going on. So I appreciate you guys focusing on right. passengers. <laughs> the movie mm-hmm. is essential to do. Is there anything lately that mm-hmm. and maybe we could boost it here and, and spread the word? Are there any other, I don't know, TV shows, movies we need to take down to maintain our supremacy? So here's what I'm going to say. It's it's less it's it's more positive now. It's more oh, okay. Okay, we got it. it. It's more we need the reboot. Look at all mm. these other reboots happening. Where where yes. is the riding around reboot? Where and is that's it? the conversation right now. And it's like if they're gonna reboot Bel Air, they're gonna reboot right. you know Fuller House mm-hmm. and you know all these shows. I'm Rose sorry, show, yep. Rose, not good. Where's the riding around? Where's the riding around reboot? So it is a more positive spin now, I love and it that. is. You know, it, it's, 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 we're all trying to, we're all trying to get it out there. We really want it. And we, we've heard, I don't know, there's rumors out there. And I actually would love to hear from you all that they're trying to do like a Degrassi next generation where they it's like all young people playing all the roles. Right. And it's like, it's on like a party bus. Like what's going on there? Cause so we don't want that appeal. Okay. Thank God. We I don't mean, want that. Okay, good. Because we, I don't know if you were able to listen to the episode that we did with Tova Biddle, who is a development executive who was, you know, instrumental in greenlighting the show, mm-hmm. but seems mm-hmm. less interested in greenlighting a reboot. And she is very focused. And look, I have so much respect for Tova. She is a Titan in the industry. Mm-hmm. I, I, she has got amazing, taste she is incredible but she is very focused on party young people mm-hmm. no and i i listened to that episode and i yeah. i had to pause it multiple times and step away yeah. i <laughs> know the, the passenger community we're not for that we don't want that who is that serving that's valuable valuable feedback honestly and i mm-hmm. you know tova owes me a reply to an email maybe i'll include this in the follow-up just just to say mm-hmm. that it sounds like the fan community is not interested in euphoria on a bus <laughs> You know? And it's fair to say that you speak for them. You speak for the fans. You I are do. an unofficial, yeah. you know, president of the fandom, I would say. Which, is it fair to give you that term or would there be some debate amongst fans about that? Um, I would say it's official. And wow. Malin, I would love for you to see, see me on that email. I would love to um, reply. Oh, of course. Yeah, I, I think fan input. I don't know what these networks are doing if they're not listening to the fans. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd be thrilled to get you on in there and help advocate for what honestly is the right thing to do, which is bring back all of us, not these young people. Mm-hmm. Don't change anything about it. And don't, yeah, don't modernize it too much. You know, it worked because it worked. Exactly. Well, I have a question for you, Chase, that this reminds me of is let's say we got a reboot and you could play. Oh, say it. Say it's not the 10 anymore. It's the 11. (laughs) Who would you be on the bus? Mm -hmm. Have you ever thought about this before? You know, I this is not a new question. This is right. not a new question. Is this something the fans debate amongst themselves? The fans are always like, I think I would be this person. But like, this is something that came from within, you know, when mm-hmm. I started watching the show. And I, it's like, it, <laughs> there's, there's never, there's never been, in, in, in anything I know, a chocolatier in a mode of transportation, okay. TV or film, I would play the chocolatier. No Wow. Way. 
Okay, I love that because I'm just immediately thinking of just the the amount of comedy that can come from a flowing, you know, (laughs) it's hot too to make chocolate. Yeah, it's got to be hot. It's hot. The boxes, the truffles. Oh my gosh. That, yeah, that sounds is really excellent. nice. I love and that. And in your mind, you're making it on the bus and <laughs> then distributing it on the bus to riders or so I'm I, No, you got that it. making sense. You got it. Okay. You got it. Yes. I'm I'm like, you know, I'm I'm you have the molds with me. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm running out of time. I'm always running out of time. It's kind of yes. like that's my that's my bit. It's like there's not that. enough time. Um, what stop is it? Oh wow. Um, okay, let's put and, this in the email to Tova mm-hmm. then. Oh, um, stop just, it, stop well, I just stop I just want to show that fans are thinking about this show, putting themselves in it mm-hmm. almost. In fact, maybe there's a VR component we could pitch to Tova because these people they love the tech stuff. So mm-hmm. maybe there's some sort of. <laughs> I don't know, some sort of, um, what do you even call it, an Oculus synergy moment where NBC and Oculus can can get together and you play a chocolatier in your favorite show, that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Okay, I'm writing Uh, this down. I want you all to get back on that bus and go on another mall tour. I want to see you all on that bus again. God, okay, how now, fun would that be, huh? That I like. I, I maintained my love for malls all these years. And so to get to see some, and, and these would be ones that are still standing, which you can't say for every mall. So that's no. so that means we're seeing high quality malls. That would be really fun. Mm-hmm. We're talking Mall of America. Yeah, the big ones. The, the Dreamland yeah. in mm-hmm. New Jersey. Oh, yes. The, that one. Um, and you know, you know how people are taking buses, like big buses down to DC to like protest. It's like, mm-hmm. Let's steal that model, but apply it to the show. Let's protest for a reboot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I like this. I, I know where that. Tova's office is. I said, yes, let's charter. Okay. We're going to connect offline, Chase, about getting a, a charter bus. and I'll uh, fly out, whatever you do. You yeah. Know, just keep me posted. Okay. I'm into this. Very into this. Well, we are coming toward the end, and I, oh, I guess- sh- Oh, no. Oh no! Well, of this meeting, yes, right. Of oh. course, we'll we <laughs> we're doing sh- lunch because we're doing lunch. We shall meet again. But I just thought really quickly that um, instead of a listener question, you know, from someone else, mm-hmm. we'd we'd open up the floor for you, Chase. Now, are there any burning questions about the series that you have felt like you needed to get to the bottom of that you right. want to ask us now? Or wow. This is this is really really special. <laughs> there is a movement online to get answers. And I know this question has even been submitted in the past to write an around podcast about the musical episode. Oh right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. The fans mm-hmm. want to know whose decision <laughs> was it to do a musical episode and did you all enjoy it? Because it looked like a lot of fun. Yes. It it was. And so for anyone who hasn't seen it in a while, this this was in the second half of season five. So it was when Diana had okay. returned to the show That's and right. it was critically panned. Mm-hmm. But we did have a blast. I'm sorry. It was fun. And as someone who's always wanted to consider herself a triple threat, I, yeah, I had a I had a freaking blast doing it. Whose idea was it? We'd have to talk to the writers about that. I, I suspect Diana had a hand, you know, since mm-hmm. it was early in her return to the show. But right. I don't know. Kelly, do you remember more than I do about that? Which writers were maybe pushing that? No, I know Dominic was very anti. I remember him saying, oh, yeah. he was not you know, 
honestly, some unsavory things about the musical theater community. And, you know, he was not interested in writing for them. He's a comedy writer's comedy writer. But no, Diana was very much pushing for it. She was really hoping to break the mold with her former work and and break the mold of what her replacement showrunner had done during his couple seasons on the show. So very much Diana driven. Wow. And Kelly, the, the 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 Jackie and her daughter, the the song that you did, like that, it still sticks with me. It still is. It's still something I hum. I find myself humming. Yeah, not easy being a mom. I mean, I I do. I'll still get it stuck in my head sometimes. It's a great song. Not easy being a you mom. Know, mom. Yeah. Oh, and you know, oh my gosh. gosh, I'm blushing. I gotta go pull that up on Apple Music after this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know it's so nice that they've made the whole album available on Apple Music mm-hmm. and Spotify. So you know, when you're done listening to this, folks, go go over, throw us some listens over on uh, of, to that musical album that we made. It's it's the Rocky Horror of the show. You know, the critics mm-hmm. were like, "What is this?" And then it had a resurgence, mm-hmm. and now it, it's a cult classic episode. Right, because it's like, oh, okay, Glee was huge. You don't think that Riding Around could do a musical episode? Guess what? You're wrong. And even if the critics hated it, we loved doing it. We had a great time. Thank you. Yeah. I, I That's all I needed to hear. The fans <laughs> are fed. We're fed. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let the passengers know. In the reboot, we would be doing another musical episode. Mm-hmm. Let's make that clear. Let's make that clear. <laughs> Oh, you heard it here. You heard it here. <laughs> Chase, it has been such a delight having you here today. We're so honored mm. to have spent an hour with our biggest fan and and really get to know you a little bit as well. And we hope you'll pass along our well wishes to Trey and and, the, and your children and Trish and Taylor. Trish and Taylor. Trish and, and Taylor. Taylor. Oh, such sweet names. It's been an honor to meet you and thank you for your kind words and do you have anything you'd like to plug? I know you're maybe not an actor yourself, but anything you want to let listeners know about? Wow. Yeah, I am a huge fan of gay media and culture and comedy. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. there is a podcast that I listen to weekly called Secure the Gag, which sounds naughty. And maybe it is. (laughs) Uh, It's hosted by a comedian named Nathan Pearson. And that brings me joy. That brings me joy. That's so lovely. Well, everyone, go feast your ears on Secure the Gag. We've had a listener question from Nathan P., and I'm wondering if that would be the same Nathan Pearson that you're you're mentioning here. Mm-hmm. It could just be a coincidence, but... Well, you know, as, as one Chase Crawford to another Chase Crawford to a Nathan P., Nathan P., oh, I'm going to tell you, name coincidences exist. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you also to Kelsey Bailey for our logo and to John Purcell for our theme music and for mixing the show. You can follow us at Riding Around Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And send your thoughts and questions to our email address, ridingaroundpod at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate us, and review us anywhere you find your podcasts. And if you leave your favorite Riding Around memory in your review, we'll read it in an upcoming show. Come back and join us next week. We'll have another great episode for you that you won't want to miss. See you then. Hack, hack.